Austin. Breaking news. This is a special report on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the UCU. Here's Patrick Johnson. Johnson. TCU Media Day. We are at the uh, Town Bank Tower here. Coach Houston coming up at the bottom of the hour. Patrick Johnson with you as uh, we are uh, overlooking ECU's athletic campus, and we'll have uh, Coach Houston live at the podium following uh, the Pirates' final scrimmage of the uh, preseason. Thanks for being with us, everybody. Patrick Johnson here. We got Clark Willis back in the studios. Uh, our guy Philip Pilkington uh, on the scene. Uh, Cookies here as well. Chris Cook and uh, Dom. Intern Dom making an appearance here for the uh, first time in uh, 2022. Thanks for being with us. We're going to run through some of the uh, preseason cuts from uh, Coach Houston and uh, Coach Kirkpatrick and Blake Harrell and uh, some of the other Pirate players coming up in just a little bit. But we are uh, getting ready for the uh, start of the uh, 2022 Pirate football season. We were set to be joined by Terrence Copper today, but Terrence under the weather. So uh, he is not with us uh, as we get ready for uh, – Two weeks from today, it's uh, it's all going live. It'll be the uh, beginning of the uh, ECU football season, and uh, top 15-ranked NC State will be uh, coming in to Dowdy Ficklin uh, Stadium for that noon kick on Labor Day Saturday, and uh, we are certainly looking forward uh, to that. So, uh, much to get to. Coach Houston will be uh, with us, as we mentioned. That'll come up at the bottom of the hour today. And uh, when we have uh, Coach Houston uh, on uh, with us, we're going to uh, have comments from him live at the podium, and uh, you'll hear all of those. In addition, uh, at about 1.45 today, we're going to end up with uh, some of the assistant coaches coming through. So we'll look forward to talking uh, to uh, uh, hopefully Donnie Kirkpatrick and uh, Blake Harrell, but also other pirate assistant coaches. I know we had uh, hoped to maybe speak with Raekwon Boyette, who we've talked to on the show here uh, that we do weekdays. So uh, that is coming up. And then uh, from 2 to 2.30 in that time window, Pirate uh, players will be joining us uh, here on location. So that'll be uh, a lot of fun. Uh, and um, we're also going to have social media coverage going today as well. Uh, that will be uh, on our Twitter page, at 943thegame on Twitter and also uh, on Facebook. And Instagram will be posting all of those interviews, not only uh, today, but uh, kind of this evening as well. That'll be a... A process, but those will be kind of fun, quick one-on-one -on -one, uh, type of uh, interviews done with uh, Philip and the players and coaches, and also uh, DJ C squared as he likes to be known. Uh, Cookie will be talking to some people uh, as well, so that'll be good. And uh, those guys will be all over it. Uh, so what we don't get on here, you can check out on social media. We'll also be posting pictures and some smaller videos of the interviews we're having. Intern Dom will. Uh, be responsible for that. I, Malcolm is up. I wanted to get Malcolm see if he might could come over uh, here and talk to us. See if Malcolm will come on the air with us really quick. Hopefully he will. Hopefully he will. Uh, but uh, Malcolm Gray is uh, taking it. Malcolm, you, can you come real quick and do a quick one, two with us? I think, yeah, Malcolm's coming over. This is great. Really quick. I'm, I'm springing this on Malcolm, by the way. But uh, our, our first chance to talk to him publicly uh, since uh, he has uh, taken over as uh, the, the director of the media relations department. Congratulations uh, publicly to you on that. I appreciate it very much. It's been uh, it's been a whirlwind. Yeah, I know it has. Uh, but hey, football season is here. I know you're excited, right? Absolutely. Anytime uh, you can get ready for football and you know ECU football, it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and we're gonna have fun with it. Yeah. So uh, we were kind of running through what's going on today. Coach Houston will be up here following the final uh, scrimmage of the year, and uh, working with Coach, I'm sure has been a little closer working with Coach has probably been fun for you this year, I have to imagine. It, it has been. Uh, last year, I was fortunate enough, I was able to travel to all the games uh, a year ago, 
and uh, work with him closely then, but uh, getting a chance to work with him a lot closer now, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. He's, he's an interesting guy. He's uh, very humble. He's very, uh, um, I would say assertive, but in a good way. You know, he well, he's got a plan. Yeah, he, he has a plan, <laughs> and, and that's the good thing about it. He lets everybody know what his plan is, and, and we just try to stick to that script. You know, what I think is interesting is uh, you, like me, like a lot of people that are involved in this, we're all ECU alums, we're all ECU guys, so we have that kind of love for the program and passion for it as well. And, and that's kind of cool, too, because we kind of get the vision. I mean, we kind of understand, you know, what it is to be a pirate in a way. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, I've seen, I think, all but three home games since 1975. Maybe. What? Yeah, so uh, and I was in a wedding for two of them. So uh, yeah, so you know when Coach McNeil was here playing and with Reggie Pinkney and oh wow under, under Pat Dye and them, uh, they've known me since I was three four years old. So wow, so it's uh, were these epic weddings by the way uh, that you went to? <laughs> they just happened to be weddings that I was in, that I was that I was actually in, so I kind of had to go. But uh, and that was during college, so yeah, know, or just right after college. But um, yeah, so I mean, I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of football, I've seen a lot of yeah. basketball, a lot of baseball, I've, I've seen a lot of ECU and how things have, uh, you know, grown. Uh, especially you know, you look at, we're looking outside right now. That's oh, unreal. And uh, it's just a beautiful sight. You see this new soccer stadium. It's a couple years old. Softball. It's it's really nice. We had a record for uh, soccer the other night too, which was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, and uh, I got a chance to go out there for a little bit to watch and then uh, watch the rest of it on uh, ESPN Plus. But uh, it was it was fun. The energy was there. Uh, Coach Higgins is unbelievable. He is a great guy, and I'm looking forward to what uh, he's going to be able to build here. I know you got to go deal with uh, the other uh, folks in the media, so we thank you for coming over. Uh, and uh, obviously, two weeks from today, everything launches. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be hectic, but it's going to be fun. You know, uh, you have a rivalry rivalry game. You have a top 15 team coming in. You know, ECU. Uh, so far, is looking pretty good in, in, in some of the scrimmages that I've seen. So uh, it's going to be interesting and fun, and we should hopefully have 50,000 loud in Dowdy. So that's going to be fun. Malcolm Gray, uh, now the uh, media relations uh, director. Uh, it, it's a bigger title than that, but that's the simplic, uh, simplistic uh, title for a simple man like myself to remember. <laughs> uh, but Malcolm's in charge, basically, the liaison between football and, uh, and the media. And he did a great job during baseball, particularly uh, the regional and the super regional. But this is this is like the super regional every week almost. I'm sure. it, it is. It's like going to the College World Series every week. But uh, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of hours. But uh, as long as uh, the media has everything they need and, you know, at the end of the day we're able to help him, help them, that's what it's all about. Hey, thanks for everything and uh, looking forward to the season. Thank Sounds you, Malcolm. Good. Thanks, Pat. All right, Malcolm Gray with us here. Great to talk to him. All right, uh, we're going to break. We'll come back, uh, run through some of the sound bites with Coach Houston, some of the other coaches uh, during the preseason camp, and then uh, bottom of the hour, Coach Houston joins us uh, here. So stay with us here. Our coverage of Media Day on 94.3 The Game and 94.3 TheGame.com rolls on from Town Bank Tower. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. 
At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 1010 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 1010. Enjoy! We continue on with our coverage of ECU Media Day. Patrick Johnson with you, Terrence Copper. Under the weather, T. Cop is going to be with us, but uh, unable to make it today. Our cast is here, and uh, our guys are doing a great job. Check out our social media, as we'll have uh, videos and pictures and comments from today. Coach Houston speaking at the bottom of the hour. In the meantime, uh, some things that Coach Houston has talked about in the lead-up, and that is... Uh, the depth that this program has achieved in the Mike Houston era. And he talked about the second team guys performing at the same level as the starters. I, mean, I, I want to see our ones executed at a very high level. You know, our first and really our second group, because the second group is full of a lot of guys that I would, I would call ones. So, you know, I expect those guys to function at a real high level. Um, you know, I want to see us improve daily, you know, as we, as we move from practice to practice. And that's, you know, when you have a, a older guy that maybe isn't quite up to the standard, now I'm I'm, I'm pretty hard on him. I'm pretty pretty direct with him uh, because they all embrace what we want to be. And so, you know, I want to see them execute at a high level, and I want to see them improve. Now, when we get in pads, you know, I want to see them compete against each other. And you know, we're going to do a lot of things with those first couple, those first two groups. We're going to do a lot of things throughout preseason camp where it's going to be game situations, highly competitive live drills. Um, and I think you know. We're not going to overdo it, but we're going to do it enough to where we're prepared for that game one. Something that we'll get a chance, I'm sure, to uh, talk about today, and I hope we get a chance to uh, to maybe uh, bring up, but the decision to uh, bring back D.H. Conley grad and uh, a guy who had a sensational first season in a Pirate uniform. It's been a little star-crossed since. C.J. Johnson and uh, Coach Houston in this preseason camp talking about the decision to bring C.J. back and how he has improved. Oh, he earned it now. It was not a very comfortable spring in June. Um, he did everything we asked him to do. Uh, he understands the mistakes he made. He was, uh, you know, remorseful, uh, took care of the consequences. Um, so July 1, he was fully reinstated. Uh, I think he's done a good job since then, uh, kind of keeping his mouth shut and, uh, you know, letting his actions talk. Uh, I thought he had a solid first day today, but uh, you know it's uh, one day's not going to do it. You know he's got to he's got to earn back a lot of trust with a lot of people. Uh, but uh, you know I, I was very pleased with uh, how he took care of himself this summer and uh, how he's how he's been so far. And so if he can stay on that path, then he's going to be just fine. Ninety four three the games coverage exclusive coverage of ECU Media Day from Town Bank Tower. I'm Patrick Johnson. Uh, and uh, Coach Houston speaking live at the podium at the bottom of the hour. We're leading you into that. Uh, an area where the Pirates have also seen uh, vast improvement and depth be built up. It's along the offensive line. Coach Houston this week talking about the offensive line transfers that have come into the program and how they will uh, factor in the 2022 season. I think all three are going to play. Um, 
I think uh, you know Ben with the transition to center. That's you know that's that's a lot going from tackle to center. You know he first couple of days you're putting a zero nose right in his face, and that's 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 the hardest thing to do for a center. But uh, he's improving there. Um, really really happy with Parker and uh, Justin. I think they're both uh, improving daily. Uh, uh, Parker's gotten a, a lot of work this week and uh, looked really really good. Uh, Justin just improves significantly every day. Uh, so just really, they're, they're going to be important players for us and just really happy with them, you know, athletically. Uh, very happy with how they've kind of, you know, been accepted in our locker room too. On the topic of personnel, Mike Houston, on what excites him about this Pirate roster? Well, I just think that the biggest thing that excites us is, you know, the student athletes that we have. And, you know, when I took the job in 2019, um, you started uh, with a vision and you started uh, building the roster. And as we sit here going into year four, um, you know, you have a roster that's been in the program. You have a roster that you've recruited and built. Uh, and, you know, we believe in these young men uh, and they are very committed to what, uh, you know, what we're trying to do here. And so you just really feel like for the first time you have great stability. Uh, you feel like you have the talent where you need to have the talent. Uh, you have the experience. Uh, and it's always good when you return your quarterback. So, uh, you know, we really, we really like our roster going into the season. Revisiting some of the uh, cuts, we'll have interviews with uh, assistant coaches and players throughout the day. Comments from Coach Houston coming up. Uh, you are tuned to 94.3 game, The Game's coverage of the ECU Media Day festivities and uh, the final scrimmage of the uh, preseason taking place today inside of Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Uh, Mike Houston has uh, not had the luxury of uh, you know having a, a tremendous amount of depth, but uh, this edition of uh, Coach Houston's Pirates do. He says it's going to be tough for uh, the talented newcomers, and there are many of them, to see any uh, time on the field. In other words, if you see a freshman playing, they have really earned that playing time this year. Well, I think, you know, especially this year, um, with the experience we have coming back, you know, it's going to be hard for a freshman to, to get on the field. Um, you know, when we, when we looked at, look, at our, look at our team in 2020, you know, you started a ton of freshmen. Uh, you know, those guys are still here. Uh, and so you have third-year guys that have a lot of experience uh, to where I think, you know, in order for a freshman to get on the field and play this year, um, he'll have to be a pretty special player. Uh, I think we've got a couple that may, uh, but certainly we don't feel the need to have to push anybody out there. And again, speaking on the depth and quality of depth of this ECU program this year, uh, Coach Houston says it uh, ends and begins up front on both sides of the ball. Well, you know, I think that uh, that's important no matter where you geographically play your games but you know the reality is uh, you know you're going to see a lot of heat the first half of the season uh, especially the first four at home here in Greenville um, you know temperature you know September 3rd 12 o'clock kickoff you're probably going to be in the in the mid 90s with pretty high humidity so having depth on the fronts uh, having guys that you can rotate in and out with little drop off or no drop off uh, I think will only help us um, you know we worked very very hard to develop uh, that defensive line room because it was virtually non-existent when I got here. Uh, but we're excited about the kids in that room, and they worked very, very hard. Uh, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do this year. Depth and experience, and we'll turn our attention out of Blake Harrell, uh, Pirate defensive coordinator, and he talked about the upperclassmen have really led this Pirate defensive unit so far in the spring and, and here in the preseason. You know, we, we install right now. Some of the installs, we're letting our guys install, the older guys. They're going installing certain coverages, certain pressures, certain fronts, and telling the rest of the room, like, 
hey, here's the coaching points here. And when you can get up in front of your peers, in front of a room, and teach it, that, that's understanding. That's that's true knowledge of, of the system and other things. Pretty interesting stuff there. Uh, Patrick Johnson with you. Our coverage of ECU Football Media Day here on 94.3 The Game. It's a annual tradition. We're the only station broadcasting live uh, and broadcasting this event for you. If you've missed any moment of it, we'll have a uh, comprehensive and complete recap coming up Monday at 5 o'clock on 94.3 The Game with the Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, right now, more from Blake Harrell. He talked about the returning impact players for the Pirate defense. Yeah, we, we've had some guys leave, and, and Miss Bruce and those guys have left this morning to say, but, you know, we had some really good players that left, but, and Jay Mack. But, you know, the guys that are here, they've been playing. I mean, ever since I, I've been here, Xavier Smith has, has been a starter for us, Miles Berry, Jeremy Lewis. Uh, Tegan Will, Jairo Wilson. You know, I'm not giving you any new names that you don't already know about. So those are the guys that've been in the system. They've been with us. Uh, I, I just read a quote by Coach Houston talking about changing the culture, and those guys really have. And, and they, their core values, and, and and same thing defensively. You know, when he talks about our program, it's happening towards defensively, and just really proud of those guys. And, and those guys will tell you, like, it's no longer the expectations have changed. The the goal, the standards have changed. And they want to take it to the next step. You know, it's not just coaches pushing them, but it's coming from internally, and that, that's really special. To the offensive side of the ball for ECU, and uh, certainly an area that uh, maybe had some question marks coming in was the uh, receiver spot. Offensive coordinator Donnie Kirkpatrick now on uh, one of the wide receiver standouts uh, so far, Isaiah Winston. He's got big-time talent, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he broke a finger out there one day, and... You know, he the only thing with that, he's, he puts a lot of pressure on himself, and we're just trying to relax him a little bit. You know, these these guys that have one year, man, they're on a different timetable. You know, they're in a hurry. And like I say, he jammed his finger, and it went out of place. And if bears have done that, it's as painful as anything you can do. When, that, when it's out, you, you think, you know, you lost your whole hand. And he was in a panic emotionally because he thought, I'm done. I'm done for the season. I just broke my, my finger and my hand. And, you know, piano players and receivers, you, you got to have those digits, you know, and that stuff. So, it, you know, they just put it back in place, and you're like, oh, wow, that feels a lot better. You know, so, but it's just, hey, calm down like that. But he, he uh, Saturday, like I say, he, he dropped two or three balls. But you know what? It, he, probably anybody else wouldn't have got to those balls. You know what I'm saying? Well, Holton had so much confidence in him, he knew he could throw it to him. But he came back, and he made some plays. He had a really good day today, too. So we're excited about him. And more from Donnie Kay on some of the other receivers surrounding uh, veteran quarterback Holton Ailey. They're working hard together. They have a great relationship. All that's going well. Timing, you can see that's not there. There, there are just so many little things that uh, – you know, like with Snead, and then when you had Blake, and you had some guys that were returning that Holton is able to do and just check off and make individual, you know, changes. And they don't know all that stuff yet. You know what I'm saying? They're still in that process. So, so it's a little slower right now being able to maybe take advantage of a blitz that, that Holton can see and he's ready to change the play, and then they didn't see the signal, you know, whatever, like that. So that's the part we got to work on depth of routes. You know, the timing of that is a little bit off, and that, that causes some of those drops because all of a sudden the ball's there a little before they're actually expecting it, or they've run the route a little too short, you know, and that's thrown the thing off. So now the timing's off. So that's what camp is about. And uh, this week, that's been some of the things we've gone over. The offensive meeting last night when I met with the entire offense, 
We talked about the polish, now getting the consistency, getting that chemistry uh, on this group here this week. That's what we got to do. And so hopefully by Saturday, some of that will look better. Donnie Kirkpatrick now on the depth of the Pirate offensive line. Justin Red is the other part of that. That's how why we could play Bailey Michaelvick 20 plays is because what we did with Justin Red was we started him at guard and then we moved him out to tackle and he's done outstanding. Now, he, he, he would have graded extremely well in the scrimmage. He had three mental errors where he just you know, he blew an assignment there because he's, he's been here two weeks. You know, he didn't have spring ball or anything like that. But uh, he's going to really help us. So Parker and we actually have four tackles is what I'd say. We only have like four starting tackles right now, which is really good. Now we need to get somebody to step it up. Ben Johnson has shown maybe he could. we, we got to figure out, if he, is he a center or does he need to be the guard? You know, who's the next backup right there? But starting to feel good out the edges. Now we got to get a little better on the inside with depth-wise. Quickly, let's uh, hear from uh, some of the uh, Pirate players, most notably uh, Holton Ehlers, who talked about uh, being the hometown kid. Yeah, I mean, I knew when I committed here, I was 17 years old, there was going to be a lot of pressure here, but, um, you know, I wanted it to be on me and no one else. Um, you know, Coach Houston came in and has developed a great culture here, a great team culture to um, to really counter that. Um, and it's been it's been really good to be a part of it. Um, and, and you know, I think this year, I mean, he said it too, and our players have too, it's the best team overall that we've had. Um, we've been in the games. We've been close there. And, um, I mean, I think that this year um, we just go out there and, and play the way that, that we know we can play and the rest will take care of itself. But um, for it being my last year, you know, I am, I mean, I am going to enjoy it as much as I can. And, uh, I mean, just really appreciate, you know, every, there's going to be a lot of last for me this year. As, as for Miles, really, it's his last year too. So um, just enjoying it. It's taking it one game at a time, one practice at a time. I mean, it starts with camp and just getting the team is as close as we can be to being ready um, for that first game and then going out there and playing good uh, the whole season. And linebacker Miles Berry, one of those veteran guys on the ECU defense, and he talked about just the continuity of having uh, uh, Coach Blake Harrell back in the fold for yet another season. Yeah, so with, with Coach Harrell coming back, this is the third year in the defense now, and with that, the guys on all the guys on the defense have just a certain level of confidence that we really never had before. Um, and now it's not just knowing your position and knowing the roles and responsibilities of your position, but now we're learning everybody's position. So we're all working on the same uh, same platform. We're all working as like a fine-tuned machine. And I feel like that will definitely carry over into this season. You saw it uh, the second half of last season, defense was rolling strong. And we're going we're gonna to carry that, that momentum into this year, to camp. And, gang, the last one for you here, Rajay Harris. And he's talking about something here. It just doesn't apply to football. It applies to something we all should do, eat healthier. When I first got here, um, ate McDonald's, like, every night. You know, I get a Sprite. You know, I tell coaches, I'm eating good, coach, I'm eating good. But that weight was just going up, going up. So this offseason, um, my girlfriend, just she just cooked. She cooked, cooked, cooked. I'm like, why are you, why you cooking? You know, why are you cooking like this? And I ain't like it at first, but, you know, I seen the results, results, results. And then I just started eating healthy, broccoli and stuff like that. Never ate it before. But I love it now. Love it now. And uh, that right there, Roger here. So it's kind of good uh, life advice to live by there. All right. We are uh, going to be uh, getting ready to hear from Coach Houston here in a few minutes. Uh, it is the uh, wrap-up to the uh, – preseason and now the preps uh, starting tomorrow begin for nc state so we're uh, ready for that our uh, crew is here we're uh, locked in and uh, expecting to hear from coach 
any minute here uh, at the podium. So we'll break away. We'll come back. And when we return, we'll have uh, more of our coverage of ECU Media Day. You are tuned to 94.3 The Game, the flagship of the ECU Pirates. sick and tired of that constant pain in your knees, your hips, or your back, especially this time of year. You need to be moving pain-free, right? Patrick Johnson here for the team at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is helping people every day here, giving them lasting pain relief using the latest advances in regenerative medicine. The science is pretty simple. They concentrate your own body's healing agents and apply them to your aching joints, restoring and repairing damaged tissue with no drugs, no steroids, and no surgery. The old remedies for pain are not the only remedies. You need to learn about how regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can change your life. Make this the last summer you suffer from chronic pain. They've got a clinic right here in Greenville, and this exciting new natural way to deal with joint pain is one that has no side effects and, most importantly, no downtime. So give QC Kinetics a call today for a free consultation. The phone number, 252-765-PAIN. QC Kinetics at 252-765-PAIN. Hello, this is Sergeant Brad Taylor with the North Carolina State Highway Patrol. Have you ever thought about a career as a North Carolina State Trooper? We are currently looking to fill positions across the state, and your career could start with training as a part of the 158th or 159th Basic Patrol Schools beginning in early 2023. With competitive pay, great benefits, and having a daily positive impact on your community, now is the time to make the change. Find out more by visiting www.ncdps.gov or contact the local District Highway Patrol office in your area. Thank you and have a safe day. Make sure you have the only station locked in for Pirate Football. He did it! He did it! You can beat this with purple! My goodness! It's that time of year again. Let's go, boy! Hey, this is Holt Naylor's. This is the flagship station of ECU Pirates. Oh, yeah! You're listening to 94.3 The Game. I love every part of it. This is the flagship for ECU. 94.3. Let's go! The Game. All right, welcome back. Uh, we are here at the uh, Town Bank Tower. We're getting ready for uh, ECU uh, Media Day to commence uh, in earnest uh, here. We're waiting for Coach Houston uh, set to join us here in the less than two and a half minutes. Looking forward to uh, hearing what Coach has to say uh, after today's uh, scrimmage and uh, the final one uh, prior to the uh, start of uh, the season because the preps for NC State will begin tomorrow. Class is starting next week, and uh, then it's that uh, weekly uh, prep. We've got uh, Clark Willis back in our studios. We've got uh, Philip Ref Pilkington posted up along the front row. He'll be there uh, firing questions, but also uh, uh, as sort of a uh, backup microphone, if you will. Uh, our guy Dom, intern Dom, is here. Looking like he spent the summer at the beach, and... Uh, Actually, he doesn't. He looks a little pasty for someone who lives at the beach. And then uh, uh, our guy Cookie's here producing on site uh, as well. I'm Patrick Johnson. Terrence Copper was going to be with us uh, today, but T-Cop is uh, a little under the weather. So uh, we'll uh, have him with us in a couple of weeks as we'll be outside of the uh, Town Bank Tower for our Pirate Game Day countdown. And then uh, the new era of uh, Playfly begins on uh, 94.3, the game at 107.9 WNCT. And we have some announcements on that coming up uh, in the uh, coming weeks uh, as well. Uh, that uh, some familiar names may be involved uh, in that, let's say. So we're looking forward to that and looking forward to hearing what Coach Houston has to say. Of course, the big thing, I think, 
uh, more than anything this year with uh, this particular team is uh, its uh, depth and really the quality of uh, depth. So uh, that is what we're, uh, uh, I think, going to be interesting to kind of hear today from uh, some of the coaches. Again, Coach Houston will be at the podium here in a matter of minutes. Uh, after he is uh, there, we're going to have uh, players coming over to us around 2 o'clock today. So Coach is scheduled to be at the podium for an hour, uh, excuse me, for 40, uh, 15 minutes. Could go a little longer. And then uh, we'll have assistant coaches uh, coming over to us, members of the staff. And that will be uh, something that is uh, going to be done in about a uh, 15-minute window as well. Again, these are probably kind of loose uh, windows, and uh, that will be where uh, that is. So we're waiting for Coach. It's 1.30 right now, and he'll be up here uh, any second uh, at the podium getting ready for uh, this uh, kind of first press conference of the year, and uh, at least in this setting, the first press conference of the year. I know they've had the uh, press gatherings after practice in Ward Sports Medicine, but uh, this is more of the uh, the traditional press conference setting and where they will uh, start their press conferences a week from Tuesday. Uh, we also are going to have a Coach with us uh, weekly. That's something we've done weekly on the Patrick Johnson Show and in podcast form, but that is actually going to matriculate over. You like that word, didn't you, Cookie? Matriculate over to uh, talk at the town. So uh, Henry and I will be talking to Coach Houston on Tuesdays exclusively in the market on uh, 1037 WTIB and uh, New Talk 96.3 as well. So uh minute passed and uh, the time when Coach Houston was going to be on. So, again, these windows we've been given uh, time for the players and time for the coaches uh, are in that phrase where, or in that mode where they probably will be uh, be not exactly on time. You're not necessarily going to uh, set the clock by the way that uh, things are run here, but uh, Coach Houston now taking and walking up to the podium, so we've got uh, Coach doing that, and uh, we'll bring you what uh, he has to say from the uh, podium. Here's Coach Mike Houston here live on 94.3 The Game. Um, well, I guess, uh, you know, today kind of marks the uh, the end of preseason camp. Uh, you know, I thought... Uh, Really pleased with how this week went. Uh, very pleased uh, with uh, the live work we did this week. Uh, I was pleased with what um, you know our, our ones and twos did uh, this morning uh, in our last scrimmage. Uh, now, uh, you know, chance for them to kind of catch the breath, unplug football a little bit, get ready to start class on Monday, and then uh, a game prep for NC State. And so, uh, you know, just you know, looking back. Uh, coming into preseason camp, um, it's just it's been a really enjoyable preseason camp from the standpoint of um, having a mature team, an experienced team that uh, functions the way you want them to, uh, does the things that uh, good football teams do in preparation. Um, it was a, a very solid camp, and uh, you know the best I've had since I've been here. So, questions. Yeah, uh, I do, uh, and really, 
I felt it all week. Um, you know, coming out of Wednesday's practice, which was a uh, uh, had some live work in Wednesday's practice. Uh, and coming out of that practice, I felt like that we had really made strides Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off of the scrimmage last weekend. And you know, uh, in our, our first group, uh, 25 plays today, and I thought outside of uh, you know one play. Uh, from the first offense, I thought our first offense executed at a very high level. Um, I think our defense is flying around, uh, so I think that uh, we saw what we needed to from last week to this week. Well, I think you know, everybody recognizes the speed on game day, uh, and it's pretty elite. Uh, but you know, the things that people don't see is you know he has just such a great feel for the zone run game. Um, he's done a great job with his body uh, over the off season, uh, you know, putting on some muscle uh, and you know, allowing him to be a lot more sturdy this year than maybe he was last year. Um, he's a very driven uh, player, also. So uh, you know, I'm just excited to see you know what's next for him. Uh, I think Rajay has uh, made the same strides. So I think we had a. a Fantastic, uh, you know, set of starters there last year. Those two, and I anticipate them to be, um, you know, that same thing for us this year. Uh, only I think that they're both improved. You're uh, listening to the Mike Houston press conference uh, here in ECU me- uh, preseason media day. The kids would say no. <laughs> I can promise you, uh, and and that's part of, you know, I felt that this week also about Thursday and, and yesterday. You could tell that, uh, you know, it, it's been a grind. Um, and But the enjoyable piece comes from, you know, it, it wasn't like you had to just just demand them constantly on about their effort or, you know, you didn't have to just stay on them about you know, physicality. You know, if you put the ball down in a, comp, uh, a competition setting, they're going to go hard and they're going to strike each other. You know, they're going to play good football. And uh, that's, that's enjoyable. Uh, because now you can you can coach the fundamentals, you can coach schemes, you can you know coach you know cohesiveness and get everybody on the same page, and you know you're kind of past the deal of you know having to push so hard to get effort uh, out of them. Because now you have you know a lot of older players that that's that's what they know, and that's what they believe in, that's what they do, and so the younger kids, you know, it's either you know you you step up along with them or you stick out in a negative fashion. So uh, that's the enjoyable piece. I think the kids that we brought in uh, have acclimated well. Um, you know, Isaiah uh, and Jalen, in particular, on the uh, in the receiving core, have really meshed well with our returning players. Um, I thought Justin Red uh, looked really good today on the offensive front. Um, you know, you look at defensively. I thought Chandre had a uh, good end of the week this week. Uh, did some good things today. So, you know, all those guys are older. They're experienced. Uh, pre Washington. Uh, you know, they're all guys that have played a lot, uh, Chance Bates, um, and I think they fit in really, really well with our returning players, uh, and they're going to see significant playing time on game day. A preseason camp, uh, so he's going to be our starting punter going into 
uh, the season. Uh, we feel like we have solid guys uh, depth-wise on the unit um, across the board. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of a battle still for the backup punt job between David Chapeau um, and uh, I forgot his name all, all of a sudden. My little, my, little, my, little, my little guy from High Point, um, Conrad, Andrew Conrad. That's, that's awful. But, uh, you know, those two are battling it out for the backup punter's job. Uh, so, you know, haven't really solidified that yet. But, uh, you know, please with Luke. Well, that's, that's, you know, that's probably been the, you know, most significant growth in the program. I mean, you guys, a lot of you guys covered the program, you know, before. Uh, and, you know, when we got here, we, you know, we didn't look like an American Athletic Conference team. Uh, but, you know, you saw the kids on the field today. I mean, we look like we belong in the American Athletic Conference. You know, our, our fronts on both sides of the football were big, we're athletic, we're strong. Um, you know, you look at the, the stand-up guys, uh, both sides of the ball. Uh, I mean, we looked the part. Uh, so, you know, Coach Williams, uh, I think he's the best there is. Uh, he's, uh, the kids think he's the best there is. Uh, and he's done a great job with his staff in developing our, our, our roster. You are listening to the uh, Mike Houston preseason press conference here on 94.3 The Game. Well, we were non-competitive in that game. Uh, it's embarrassing, honestly. Um, the program is, I mean, there's no comparison at all. Uh, now, that being said, uh, their program has made drastic improvement also. You know, I think they won three or four games that year. You know, coming in, this is the highest-ranked NC State team preseason in school history. So you have arguably one of the best teams uh, NC State has ever fielded coming to Daddy Ficklin September 3rd. Uh, so what you have you know, here in the opener is, you know, two much improved, much improved programs, uh, two much improved teams. Uh, it's going to be a good ball game. Uh, you know, we're going to find out a lot about ourselves. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's night and day of what that game in 2019 was. Well, that's, you know, that's, if you're talking about newer players as far as those older transfers that have come in, um, that's the big thing. You know, that's, that was the big focus this summer. That's the big focus during preseason camp. Like I said, though, all those guys are fourth and fifth year college football players. So it's not like, you know, they had not played in, you know, similar schemes, you know, where they were. Uh, so I, th I think they've, they've acclimated well. Um, you know, the ones that are struggling to acclimate, you know, as always, are the freshmen. Um, I do think we have a couple of freshmen that may see you know, a significant time this year, uh, and that's the biggest thing that's going to hold them up. Um, you know, just grasping the playbook, acclimating to the speed on game day, acclimating to the physicality, uh, because it's a lot different, you know, on the high school football field compared to what's what's going to be out there September third. Motivation is not going to be an issue for that, that opener. Um, you know, it's the opening game. 
uh, you don't need motivation for the opening game. Uh, it's an hour and 15 minutes between campuses. Uh, there's a lot of history between us and NC State. Uh, the guys that were on that field in 2019, and there's some that were on the field in 2018, uh, they don't need any extra motivation. Uh, it'll be a very motivated roster that takes the field that day. Um, I think playing in the American Conference does give our kids confidence. Uh, you know, we went toe to toe with the top teams in the conference last year. Um, you know, probably should have had a couple of wins there that uh, we didn't get at the end of a couple of ball games. But our guys, uh, they're confident uh, playing anybody. To be honest with you. Like I said, when you put the, when you put the ball down in a competitive setting, they go at each other. Uh, it was highly competitive. Um, we had a few scuffles, which you're going to have that during camp, uh, especially early on. Uh, you had to run them a little bit and just tell them, listen, you can either fight or you can run. You, you decide. Uh, but I, I like that intensity. You know, I like that competitive spirit that they have in them. Um, you know, I thought early on, uh, and you know, last week's scrimmage. I thought the defense was a little bit ahead of the offense, but I think the offense had a very good week this week. You know, we saw uh, the potential uh, that we had thought we had uh, throughout the week this week and again this morning from our offensive players. Well, I mean, I think I'm pleased across the board. Um, I wouldn't say surprised, but I'm happy with uh, how well our receivers have meshed uh, with our quarterbacks and with the rest of our offenses as, as we went through camp. That was, you know, you thought what you had on paper, but still getting on the same page and seeing them do it together, uh, that was a, you know, something that we hadn't seen yet, but I'm, I'm pleased standing here today. I think everybody did. I think uh, there's no substitute for experience. Uh, I think that's you know kind of probably what held us back a little bit early in the season is learning how to win those close games. Uh, you know, late in the season, winning those close games, you know, made, was all the difference in, in our season. You know, winning on the road at Memphis. Uh, you know, winning uh, on the road at Navy. Uh, you know, those those kind of games are the ones that are difference between you know a disappointing season and a, and a bowl bid. So. Uh, I think our whole roster learned a lot uh, last season you know, from those victories. Thanks a lot. Go Pirates. All right. Uh, Coach Houston there with uh, comments uh, to the uh, media. We're going to uh, step away, and we're going to have some assistant coaches come over uh, to us here, and uh, we'll be hearing from the players as well. So a uh, timeout, and we'll come back, and then we'll have uh, some of the uh, assistants and others come over uh, to us here. Uh, throughout the course of the next uh, 45 minutes, a quick break, and we'll return here on 94.3 The Game.
This is David Hollinger, managing partner of the Texas Roadhouse here in Greenville, North Carolina. It's a great time as we celebrate a new school year. We love our ECU and Pitt Community College students and everyone else in Eastern Carolina. At Texas Roadhouse, it's all about legendary food and legendary service, as we still do everything fresh every single day, including our hand-cut steaks, made-from-scratch sides and salad dressings, and, of course, our legendary fall-for-bone ribs. Don't forget, Texas Roadhouse can help your organization with great fundraising opportunities. Thank you to all of our guests for your continued support. Pirate fans, the 2022 football season is going to be one for the record books. East Carolina is coming off a seven-win bowl season, and 2022 is shaping up to be even better. The Pirates need you to pack down at Ficklin Stadium this fall with a great home slate that includes in-state rival North Carolina State. The American Conference schedule features home games against UCF, Memphis, Houston, and Navy. Season tickets are on sale for as low as $125. Get your tickets today by visiting ecupirates.com. All right, we are uh, back, and we are uh, here at uh, Media Day for uh, ECU. And uh, a little bit of an unexpected but enjoyable surprise, Coach Houston with us uh, here. Coach, how are you? Great to see you. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It was, uh, you know, good to kind of put camp uh, to rest this morning. And so uh, it's been a good day. Weather was great. Uh, had a good crowd here for uh, Meet the Pirates after the scrimmage. Yeah. So um, everything's going good. It seems to me this year in camp, the, the theme has been, you kind of know in certain instances what you have, but it's developing depth and quality depth. That seems to be one of the big themes. Yeah, and, get, and getting on the same page. Uh, you know, I think that's that's the big stuff. You, you have a lot of guys coming back, uh, you know, from last year's team. Uh, you have some significant new pieces that you've been able to add to the roster over the over the spring and summer. And so I think, uh, you know, just figuring out, you know, who, who goes where and, how everybody works together and fits together has been the big, uh, big emphasis of camp. Offensive line, uh, and, and I remember talking with Coach Shank a couple years ago, and the discussion was, boy, ECU is really bringing in some talent, guys that can contribute immediately. And he said, we're not going to have that on the offensive line in year two. We're not going to have it maybe in year three, but when we get to year three, year four, we'll start to have it. seems like now you do have not only quality, but quality depth also along the offensive line. Yeah, I mean, that first couple of years, you're just trying to find five. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's it's just tough. It's the toughest position to recruit. Uh, it's It takes the longest to develop. You know, young kids have a hard time playing early on that uh, in, in that position. So, uh, but, you know, we feel very, very good about our starting five. Uh, I would say it's not a starting five. I'd say right now I feel very good about a, a starting eight. Uh, and so, you know, that's going to be, you know, what you see there early in the season uh we have a couple of guys that are younger that i do think uh as we go throughout the year they may be ready to play also so i think you've got you know 9 10 11 uh that are working right now so uh it's it's a long ways from what we uh what we had that first year coach mike houston's with us here this is great to have a coach with us uh here um what is the we're done with preseason essentially yeah. so what, what is the schedule from here on out well I tried very hard to give them as much time as I could today. You know, it's, we've got some stuff this evening uh, with campus. Uh, Pirate Palooza is tonight. Uh, the team's going to make an appearance there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a welcome back barbecue for the athletic department, so they'll uh, they'll be there. But I, I really want to get them, get them away from us for as much as I could today. Uh, we've got picture day tomorrow. Uh, and then, uh, 
you know, we got to get their books to them and, uh, you know, get them ready for class on Monday. There's that whole part of the whole thing, yeah, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. We, actually, we actually go to school. That's, that's the other piece. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. So, you know, the next couple of days, we're not going to do anything with football with the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, just give them time to, you know, get stuff ready for school, uh, you know, have a great first day of classes on Monday. And then we'll gear back up on Tuesday with our preparations for NC State. I do want to get back to the offense, uh, in particular, somebody that you and I have talked about uh, on air. We've talked about a little bit off air as well. C.J. Johnson back in the fold. Where is he right now in the process, Coach? Well, he's he's fully reinstated. We reinstated him uh, July mm-hmm. one, um, and you know I'm very proud of uh, the way he's handled himself for the past uh, several months. Uh, I think he's made some. Uh, changes in his personal life and uh, has, uh, I think, losing football for the spring, um, you know, maybe had, shook him to, hey, you know, I, I, I don't want to do this. You know, I, I don't want this is not the direction I want for my life. Right. Um, and I just, I'm very pleased with him. He's practiced well. He did not miss a day, did not miss a rep the entire preseason. He may be the only receiver really? uh, that, uh, you know, did that. Uh, and he had a great preseason camp. Now, he can't go back, you know. Right. He's got to go forward. He and I have talked about that. Um, I just think that if he can stay on this path, uh, you're going to see the best version of C.J. Johnson in every area of his life. Well, receiving group right now. Where where is that uh, health wise? Where is that group right now? Well, we have we have several guys that have some tweaks that have been out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately. Uh, those guys are, uh, you know, a lot of guys that have been with the program. So it wasn't, you know, guys that we really needed to get them a lot of reps and bring them along to mesh with mm-hmm. uh, the other players on the offensive unit. Right. So, uh, you know, we've been able to continue to progress uh, with our offensive install and, and getting everybody on the same page. Uh, we do anticipate getting the bulk of those guys back this week practicing. Right. Uh, and, you know, as of right now, we should have um, everybody that's expected for the opener. So health-wise, overall, overall, pretty well. It could be better. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, 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 anytime you got guys that are missing practice, it right. could be better. But it's not. It's not in a bad shape. You know, you're not sitting here where you've lost two or three guys for the year. Uh, Coach Houston has been good enough to join us here. A couple more questions because uh, it's always great to catch up with you one on one. Let's let's talk defense. Yeah. Uh, here and uh, if there's a a part of your team that I know you and you're confident in a lot of areas, but it just seems like the defense. When you talk to guys like Miles Berry and others that uh, that, that play defense, uh, Jira Wilson, whoever you speak to, there's a little swagger there. They they feel they're very confident uh, with, they're very comfortable with where they are with what you all are trying to accomplish, the terminology, and just just everything you all are doing across the board. Well, I think any time that you do something and you have success and you see yourself improving, uh, you have confidence. And so I think that's what you see defensively. Um, you know, uh, we, were, we weren't very good my first year. You know, it, it was not a, not a very strong uh, roster defensively, and, uh, you know, our, our competitive spirit was not where it needed to be. Um, we've got that. You know, it's our, our front. We have a deep, big, strong defensive front. Uh, and there's a lot of guys that are going to play a lot of snaps there. Uh, and that's, that's kind of the backbone of the whole thing. And in those stand-up kids, they can all run. Uh, they're good tacklers, and, uh, and they're very, very competitive. 
So very, very pleased with that group. Luke Larson's closer to our age, maybe. I, yep. I, I kid that. I kid when I say that. But I mean, that's, but you got Luke Larson. That's who, an honest statement. Yeah, who's an impressive guy. We're still young, coach. And uh, of course, Owen Daffer coming back. Right. You probably have two of the more interesting kind of characters in that spe- in those special teams <laughs> kicking roles, but very productive and efficient guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, Owen was first team All Conference uh, last year. Now I'll tell you what. Now he he has had a heated competition uh, this preseason camp, uh, and it's not because he has slipped up or yeah. dropped off or right. anything. Carson Smith. Has had a great preseason camp. He, uh, you know, he's our, he was our backup kicker last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a very, very good place kicker. Uh, so very pleased with those two guys there uh, handling our kicking duties. Um, you know, Andrew Conrad is is competing with Owen for the kickoff uh, job. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a true freshman, has a very strong leg, really good athlete. Uh, so I think you got some good guys there in the kicker room. Um, you know, Luke Larson, uh, he turned 30 this summer. So uh, I was kidding. He actually is closer no, to our no, he's, I mean, he's a 30-year-old grown man. I mean, this is a guy that drove trucks in Australia yeah. you know, for a living. Wow. So, uh, you know, it's, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you got a, a different maturity level with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, you can talk to him a little bit different, too. I mean, it's, uh, he and I have a great relationship, uh, you know, but, you know, it's when it's time to be serious, it's time to be serious. And he understands that. Uh, he is... Uh, has very high expectations for himself. Uh, he also has a great amount of self-confidence, uh, mm-hmm. which I think it's a good combination. So uh, I'm excited to see what he does on game day for us this fall. And, uh, Coach, uh, it seems like every time I talk to you, I'm so excited to talk about a lot of these other guys. Holton's kind of put a little back further in the conversation. No slight to him, but yeah. it just seems that's kind of how the, the flow goes from time to time. You know, we had him in the studio for a day uh, a couple times over the summer, he just seems a little more comfortable in his skin this year. He's had the best offseason he's had. I mean, he's physically in the best shape of his life. Uh, he's running the best I've seen him. Um, he, he really is throwing the ball very, very well, very accurate. Uh, he's very confident. Um, you know, he just, you know, I'm, during these scrimmages, you know, the coaches are in the box, they're on the sidelines. I stand right behind him. So I've, I've got a great view of play in and play out everything he does. And he just has such great command uh, of our offense. And so, uh, you know, fifth-year senior, you don't get any more experience than that. And uh, I know he's not the one getting a lot of the spotlight in that first game at the quarterback position because, <laughs> you know, NC State has mm-hmm. a pretty good one also. Right. Uh, but I'm excited to see what he does. Running back room, we, we uh, you get asked, that's the, how it's phrased to you all the time, the running back room. But it's still a, a, a pretty awesome uh, collection of players. Obviously, no you know who one and one A is. Yep. Uh, the development of that third and maybe even fourth is, is something that um, I guess will even continue to play out here over the next few weeks. It will. Um, you know, Pop McKay was with us last year. Mm-hmm. Kamara Edmonds was uh, at, at uh, Chapel Hill last year and transferred in this summer. Uh, and then Marlon Gunn, um, highly rated uh, true freshman right. prospect mm-hmm. out of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, those three guys are the three primary guys competing for that third spot. Um, all three of them have had improvement this week. Uh, you know, I think if Marlon was a year older, uh, that would make a huge difference with him. Uh, that's really the only thing holding him back. But, uh, you know, I think you'll see you'll see all three of them probably play this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may come down to, you know, who is the best special teams guy that can, you know, help us here, help us there. 
uh, you know, that's going to be a deciding factor for uh, for the most part for the travel team. But uh, it'll be one of those three. Mike Houston with us. Uh, just a couple more quick things. Is there any any position battles that are kind of unresolved or, or somebody who's maybe emerged? I mean, you mentioned the kicking situation, the competition there. But some guys who maybe who have emerged that you think, wow, they're really going to be able to contribute this year. Well, I mean, I think that uh, when you look at the offensive line, Justin Red uh, and um, Parker Moore, you know, those two guys, you know, you have you have your five that, uh, you know, were here last year. Uh, Bailey's back healthy. So you have your five uh, that have a lot of the preseason been your, your first unit. Uh, but I'm telling you, those two have had really, really good weeks this week. Uh, we expect both of them to play significant stamps. And you could see one of them crack the starting lineup. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think that's that's going to be interesting to watch that continue to progress. You referenced uh, Devin Leary there in NC State, uh, and that's going to really, I think, take hold here with the fans, especially in Pirate Nation, that, you know, it's the rivalry, it's NC State. Uh, how do you give that its appropriate level of respect by not overhype it? Uh, or is that, or do you kind of like that, that, you know, hey, let's get the juices going, it's a rivalry game to open the year? Well, it's it's the season opener. Uh, it's that the, alone, it's the, yeah, it's the season opener. It's a home opener for the first time, and you'd have to tell me. I don't know how many years. I feel like Pirate Nation is united. Yeah, uh, I think we're going to have a full house September third. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't had that since I've been here. Uh, I've heard stories of it. Uh, I experienced it as a visiting coach, but right. uh, we haven't we haven't seen that. So um, I, I'm just excited to you know to to, to kick off the season, and our kids are too. It really wouldn't matter who we're playing. I think the fact that we're playing NC State only intensifies the season. Over. Sure. If you started your study on them, yeah, we spent we spent. A good what bit stands out? Well, I think obviously Leary does. Um, you know, you have some new faces in the running back room, but the yeah. rest of the offense, for the most part, outside of the left tackle, who's a generational talent, um, the rest of the offense is back. So I think that you know you have a, a, a group that was very productive last year on offense that stands out um defensively i think they're going to be really good defensively this year especially the front uh linebacking core defensive line i mean they've got a good unit yeah he's in a good job developing that program this is a much different program here than when you uh took it uh over is is it on schedule in in your mind yeah i mean i i I think it i think it is you know i I said it publicly especially you know after that first year that you know we're going to rebuild it, and uh, it's going to take a couple of years. Um, I know nobody wants to wait around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but last year was probably the earliest it was going to turn the way it turned. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the program now is extremely stable. The roster is extremely stable. There's a great culture of work ethic and competition. Uh, I'm proud of the way the kids represent our institution, represent our program in the public. Um I mean, you just watch the way they were with, you know, the fans this morning at Meet the Pirates. Uh, they're very engaging. Um, I just, I'm very pleased with where we are sitting here today. Now, we have a tough schedule, and we have very high expectations. So, you know, the next step is, you know, taking a tough schedule and reaching that next, you know, that next uh, plateau. And you referenced the uh, fans. I mean, over 15,000 season tickets. Yep. I think it's closing in on 16 yep. season tickets. Uh, I know there's friends of mine who haven't come to games in years they bought season tickets this year right. I mean, that's that's awesome that's awesome i mean that's it's the reason i took this job is because people care you mm-hmm. know everyone everyone's passionate about uh east carolina athletics everyone's passionate about this football program 
Uh, you know, it's football's important here. It's important to our region, and so uh, I'm, I'm I'm excited to to have the fans back behind us 100. Um, percent I can't wait to take the field uh, September 3rd. <laughs> Uh, it's probably going to be hotter than blue blazes, but uh, it's going to be a great atmosphere. It's going to be awesome. 50,000 yeah. strong. Yeah. Hey, thank you for coming here and doing thank this. You. We really appreciate it uh, very much, and uh, great job uh, here today, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you. Appreciate the way you, you guys support us. You're moving over this year. Not You don't have me now Tuesday mornings. You know this, don't you? I've, you got to deal heard, You got to deal heard, with the hen now. I've, I've heard I've got the big dog on Tuesday morning. Well, I'm there too. Yeah. But you got to deal with, with, with the big hen a little oh, bit. Oh, I know. Okay. Yeah, I know. He. He'll, he's going to ask me some questions. I don't. Oh, you're going to get some. I know. You're going to get know, some I know, questions. I know how he is. But I'll tell you what. He and his family have been so supportive of myself and my family since we moved to Greenville, and I just I appreciate that on a personal level. So uh, I look forward to our conversations. It's going to be fun. I can't control him. Just so you know, I have no control over him there. So I can only do what I can do. Great to see you. Thank you for coming Thanks by. I really appreciate it. Look forward to the sure season thing. very much. Go Pirates. All right, Mike Houston with us. Great to talk to Coach. And we will have more from ECU Media Day right after this. You and me, we're going out. Catch the HD1, Farmville, Washington, Greenville. Greenville's home for sports 24 7. 24 7. 94 3 The Game and 94 3 The Game.com. No, really. Yes, sir. Well, we are breaking in uh, a new guy here on our, uh, not a new guy to the program, just a new guy to uh, Media Day. Steve Ellis, secondary corners coach, uh, with us here. Great to see you. Hey, happy to be here. Really appreciate it. We were talking about Rick Stockstill uh, before we got go because that's uh, prior to here. You were at Middle Tennessee. You were with Coach Stockstill. So yes. we remember him from his time at Greenville. Yes, sir. Unbelievable guy. Just just a great father figure for me. Did an unbelievable job for my career. Uh, really empowered me to be a coach. And when you think about a, a coach perspective, he's the guy that you really idolize because he does a great job with the players. Well, let's talk about this group uh, here. You're in with the corners. So uh, Powell and Malik Fleming come to mind as guys that. Uh, uh, obviously, bring a great deal of experience and ability. Who do you who you've been impressed by so far in camp, and, you know, and maybe something on those guys? You know, I, I think those guys have been doing well. Um, Malik has been doing an unbelievable job um, this fall camp. And the biggest thing about Malik is he has an appetite to compete. I mean, he, he's tough. He's physical. He's a football lover. Um, he has been doing an unbelievable job with those guys. A lot of times people think about the cornerback position. It's all Hollywood. It's all smokes and guns. But <laughs> it, it's really not that. It's about, you know, the off-the-field stuff, in the weight room, in the locker room, being a great leader for those young men, somebody to come look up to to ask questions. And that's what Malik has done an unbelievable job of this camp. How about uh, Powell? Oh, oh, Powell's unbelievable. Um, We played safety last year. We're moving him to corner this year. He's a competitor. He's Mm -hmm. a freakish athlete. Has that transition been pretty natural for him? It's been seamless. It's been seamless. And he has an understanding of it conceptually because he's been at the safety positions. So he knows how important the techniques and the fundamentals are playing the defensive back position to help those safeties do their job. Coach Steve Ellis uh, with us uh, here, uh, corners coach for uh, Coach uh, Houston's uh, Pirate defense. Obviously, Blake Harrell, uh, having that continuity with him the last several years, I think helps this defense. So conceptually, 
particularly the corners. I mean, what are their duties and their responsibilities and what you all are doing schematically? Well, I, I always, when people say, hey, um, introduce somebody to me, I always say, Steve Ellis, I'm the custodian on the second floor. <laughs> and that's just a mantra. <laughs> what we do it all. We want to be the guys. You, you pop the popcorn, you do it all, right? <laughs> we do it all. We want to be the guys that, 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 that really do the dirty work. Mm -hmm. uh, we play man, we play zone, we fit in the run, fit, we make tackles, we cover CJ and Isaiah on big time wide out. So we kind of do it all. We kind of be a jack of all trades guy. And uh, I think those guys love it. That's why I love coach's position. How did you kind of get your start coaching everything? You know, it, it, it's unbelievable. Um, you know, I was a water boy when I was six years old. Really? I had two brothers that played football at Springfield High School in Mississippi. So okay. um, my old high school coach, Coach Dowling, got me into coaching, and I was the water boy. And I, it was just an unbelievable experience to, to see those relationships from player to player to player to coach, but most importantly, um, the coach-to-player relationship. And that's how I wanted to be a coach. Played at Nickel State, got injured, um, got a chance, two guys left. It's amazing. John Robinson, now the general manager for mm -hmm. the uh, Tennessee Titans, he okay. was our position coach. Really? He left, took a job with the New England Patriots. Durante Jones left. Now he's a defensive back coach for the Minnesota Vikings. So when I graduated that Friday, we had two coaches leave on Wednesday. They said, hey, you finna throw a coach. And just like a player, you say, yes, sir. <laughs> Give him a contract. It's $3,000. I'm fired up and excited. Wait a minute. For the whole, for the whole deal? For the whole year, three thousand. Not a month. No, no, no. Certainly not a week. Well, at first I thought it was three thousand a month. I was really excited, <laughs> and then you find out it's three thousand for the whole year. Yeah, so it's like hold on, that's a hundred dollars every two weeks. Yeah, but man, one of the best opportunities I ever had. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, as you look at uh, camp and you start the season now, and, and really with defense, it's about fine tuning with this particular unit and, and the uh, schematics and, and really what you all are trying to accomplish. NC State, great quarterback, really good offensive line, and talented receivers. Running back room, that's the question now with the Wolfpack. Uh, but when you've looked at NC State here on a kind of a preliminary or, or your study of them so far, what stands out to you particularly as it relates to your position? Biggest thing is toughness. They all feel like a football team. Um, them backs they had last year, and I'm pretty sure they got some really good backs this year. The quarterback is a field general. They got really good length and speed on the outside, um, really athletic tight end. Like, this is a total package. You're talking about offense. So sure. um, we're going to have to be ready to roll because they're a good team coming in, and, and they got high expectations, which are the rankings, things they have. But um, we're excited about the opportunity, and uh, I know Donald Ficklin's going to be rocking September 3rd, and we're excited about it. You, you came in here as a visiting team, a coach at one point, Coach Ellis, didn't you? Yes, yes, I did. We played here. I was at before here I was at South Florida mm -hmm. and I got a chance to come um, to the town come to the stadium got a chance to see and the first kickoff the fans were everywhere I'm like man this is a big time atmosphere <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Tyler Sneed House won us for 105 yards you know <laughs> uh, you know, a kickoff return right. I was like oh god but the fans were unbelievable yeah. and uh, this is my really my second instance of really encountering um, East Carolina before mm -hmm. that, I was at Middle Tennessee, That's right. and we yeah. played East Carolina there, and they beat us um, by two. Mm -hmm. But I realized in our home stadium at Middle Tennessee, it was more East Carolina fans. Mm -hmm. So the, the fan base, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. they, they love power football, and I'm just really excited, happy to be here. Anybody, uh, if you're listening to this and you're somebody with Pirate Nation, really quick, uh, that kind of showed out for you from the Pirate offense, because you guys are going against them every day. Who impressed you? You know, I... I think it was a young man transfer, Isaiah Winstead. 
Uh, Heard about him. Good player. Good player. Man, he give me fits every day. And I love to give guys nicknames, things like that. But What's your nickname uh, for him? Megatron. I call him Megatron. I call him Megatron. What's the coolest nickname you've got for any anybody on the team? I would say the coolest nickname. Dante. Uh Big Tay. Mm-hmm. He's out of the lineman. Yeah, him, yeah, Big Tay. I call him Two Gapper. Ah. Two Gapper. It's a compliment. It's a compliment, but now Tay on lost weight, I'm actually one gapper. <laughs> so we used to, I used to call him two gapper, right. but now I may call him one gapper. Coach, very good to see you. Thank you for coming by and doing this. We really appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure. And let's have a great season this really year. Really excited about it. Thank All you right. very much. Coach Ellis with us here. We really appreciate it. We're going to have some other coaches and players stop by. Uh, but really cool to have Steve Ellis come by for the first time uh, here. All right, a quick break, and we'll come back and have more of our uh, media day coverage here on 94.3 The Game. <laughs> Every weekday afternoon at 5, it's the Patrick Johnson Show. What you got in there is good to eat. Join the P-Man Monday through Friday as you wrap up your day for the latest from the Pirate Nation and beyond. All right, Dan. Here on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. The Pirates and the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. You need to make better choices. The flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Let's play football! 94.3 The Game. Um, All right, Ryan Jones is. I was just. I'll just ask you what I was asking you off the air there. How did they go? Everything go the final script? Yes, yeah, it was good. Uh, today was definitely a good cap off to um, end preseason camp. The offense and defense really competed at a high level. So I mean, today ended pretty well. Lot. Uh, we're hearing a lot about, particularly kind of your position grouping, the tight end. And it's going to the ability to kind of do a lot of different things. Yeah. Uh, in the pass game, but also, you know, in the blocking. In other words, it seems like this is a more complete, and you are a huge part of that, but just kind of a more complete position group, more versatile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our group as a whole, uh, we have probably one of the toughest jobs. You have to know the pass game and the run game. So, I mean, we're dealing with uh, defensive ends and safety at the same time. So, I mean, we're a group that really uh, is up for the challenge. And, I mean, we've done a good job with the help of Coach Scott and um, Coach K, and they've uh, helped me help us propel. Do you have to kind of embrace the blocking aspect of it? Yeah. I mean, do you have um, to kind of want to do it, I guess? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you definitely have to do what you have to do to um, contribute to the team. You know, so, I mean, with us, if, if that means taking on a, a defensive end and getting the down block or something, you have to do what you have to do. But, um, yeah, that's a, it's, it's a big role in the tight end position. Ryan Jones out of Charlotte and then went to Oklahoma and, and wound up here. What was the decision out of Oklahoma to come to East Carolina? Yeah, so at Oklahoma, I was playing uh, defense. So, I mean, out of high school, I played offense and defense. But mm-hmm. my, the main thing I wanted to do was uh, once I hit the transporter was get back to offense. So, so I, when you were at Oklahoma and they and they say we're going to – I mean, did you know kind of going in it was going to be defense or, or how did all that sort of – So uh, during my whole recruiting process, I was an athlete. So, I mean, I knew it would go either way. But, um, yeah, just once I hit the port, I wanted to come closer to family and mm-hmm. just uh, be on the offensive side of the ball. It seems that this year uh, – last year was sort of the – the program had to learn to win. Yeah. Uh, and we saw that in the close games that were won late in the season. Mm-hmm. It seems like this year it's there's depth. Now it's just sharpening up, fine-tuning things, but also improving the quality of that depth. Would, do you kind of agree with that? Yeah, I feel uh, this year we're definitely playing with more confidence. I mean, especially coming off the season we had last year, we're kind of eager to 
uh, do more and just win more than we should have last year. So, I mean, we're in a position now we, instead of having those close games at the end, we're more focused on, like, we know how to win those games at the end. Ryan Jones uh, is with us uh, here. Let me ask you a little bit about uh, Holton Aylers. We've talked to Holton a couple times this summer. He seems to be really confident right now, and I think he's looking forward to the season. Yeah, he's definitely playing at a high level. Um, he's very uh, decisive in his throws, and just his confidence is uh, his confidence is at a, a whole different level than it was last year. Who, um, you know, from the standpoint of uh, this offense, who's impressed you? You know, guys uh, that are either in your position group, receiving wise, running back. I mean, obviously the running backs are very yeah. impressive with Keaton and Rajay. But who's really impressed you in camp? Um, I would say the entire offensive line group. I feel like. Um, the new guys that we had transfer in and the guys that we have that are older, they really uh, the older guys took guys under their wing and they really helped the entire group get to a different level. But um, on the offensive standpoint, I'd say Isaiah Winstead and uh, Jalen Johnson, they had pretty good preseason camps. You know, that was one of the questions is, you know, with Tyler Sneed leaving and some of the other and CJ's future was a little uncertain in the spring, how the receiving core would uh, would look. And then those guys obviously uh, come in via the, the portal. I mean, I just, I guess Winstead, Megatron is what they call him, and then we, we've heard just amazing things about uh, Jones. So, I mean, this is a group that is, uh, this is going to be pretty fun this year, I think, yeah. offensively. Yes, sir. Um, thoughts on NC State really quick, playing them um, in the opener. I mean, it's a great opening game. You know, I mean, it's the next uh, game, so I can ask you about it now. Yeah, that, since yeah, it's yeah. the next game, I can ask you yeah, about, about it. About so. two weeks out, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, just having an opponent of that caliber coming in, and um, just the way we're playing right now, we feel really confident. You know, so I mean, I feel like the game plan we have for them is going to be good. I mean, September third is going to be a going to be a good game. It's going to be here before we know it. Isn't it? Yeah. it really is. Uh, what are your sort of goals for the season? I mean, obviously, your team goals, your individual goals. A little bit on that, if you will. Yeah. Um, Really, I just want to have a, a season as last year um, or better. You know what I mean? I definitely want to have uh, improvements in my run game, blocking, and um, just as a whole, just being doing whatever I can to help improve the offense. We appreciate you stopping by. You look fabulous. You're looking good there. <laughs> so it. it's a good it's a good look you got going. Good thank to you. see you. Thank you, Ryan, for coming by. We really appreciate yes, it. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, Ryan Jones uh, with us uh, here. We're here, uh, continuing on. Uh, from our uh, media day, as uh, we've talked to Coach Houston, uh, great to talk to Steve Ellis. We've got other uh, videos uh, going up of other uh, Pirate coaches. Ryan Jones just uh, with us, and uh, hopefully we'll have some more Pirate players. Uh, they're scheduled for another 10, 15 minutes maybe, so uh, we're going to be gathering up some of those guys uh, here and trying to get as many, too many of them as, as possible. Uh, and uh, we'll have a recap of all of this coming up at 5 o'clock on a Monday on 94.3 The Game. Uh, tell you what, while we're waiting for another player uh, and or coach to come by here, we're going to grab a break and we'll come back and uh, we'll have uh, more from ECU Media Day. We're in Town Bank Tower on a gorgeous Saturday afternoon in Pirate Nation, so stay with us. It takes. 
This is David Hollinger, managing partner of the Texas Roadhouse here in Greenville, North Carolina. It's a great time as we celebrate a new school year. We love our ECU and Pitt Community College students and everyone else in Eastern Carolina. At Texas Roadhouse, it's all about legendary food and legendary service, as we still do everything fresh every single day, including our hand-cut steaks, made from scratch sides and salad dressings, and of course, our legendary fall for bone ribs. Don't forget, Texas Roadhouse can help your organization with great fundraising opportunities. Thank you to all of our guests for your continued support. Pirate fans, the 2022 football season is going to be one for the record books. East Carolina is coming off a seven-win bowl season, and 2022 is shaping up to be even better. The Pirates need you to pack down at Pickland Stadium this fall with a great home slate that includes in-state rival North Carolina State. The American Conference schedule features home games against UCF, Memphis, Houston, and Navy. Season tickets are on sale for as low as $125. Get your tickets today by visiting ecupirates.com. I'm off. All right, we have uh, heard a lot about the uh, pirate offensive uh, or defensive uh, alignment uh, on the years. We continue on with our media day. Elijah Morris, uh, one of the DTs uh, for the uh, Pirates, is uh, with us uh, here. Great to see you, young man. How are you? I'm good. Nice to be here. Thank you for coming over uh, here. Boy, we've heard a lot about this defense uh, and uh, just how you guys Coach Harrell's put a lot on the older guys to do the install as well uh, and uh, show the younger guys along and that kind of thing. It just seems like this group has a real nice cohesion about it right now. Yeah, I, you can say that. You know, it's been uh, it's been fun during camp. You know, you get a lot of new guys coming in. You know, Chandre, CJ, JD, that you get to uh, help them learn the new defense, put it together. And, you know, when they're willing to learn, it makes it real easy. So... What about this defense you think uh, stands out to you the most? I mean, what, what, what impresses you about this group so far the most? Uh, how we swarm the football. We're going to be fast, physical, and we're going to hit you in the face every game. So, Obviously, uh, fair game to ask you about NC State. That's the next opponent because that's the season opener in the first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you look at the uh, Wolfpack, and I know you guys are really start to get into that from the player standpoint a little more tomorrow, but um, – you know, big offensive line, veteran offensive line. I uh, don't know how much you've looked at that, but, I mean, this is obviously a, a pretty physical and talented group up front. Uh, any thoughts on that going into uh, the season opener? You know, uh, you got to have respect for your opponent. And, you know, uh, NC State's a good team. You know, they're ranked. They were ranked last year. They should have been ranked top ten this year. And, you know, uh, they got a lot of older guys, a lot of veterans, and, you know, a uh, good quarterback. So what um... – Who's some guys who have stood out to you in camp? I know you've mentioned a little bit of it, but, I mean, just, you know, on either side of the ball, who's somebody that kind of, wow, that guy's been really impressive so far? I'd say. Other than you. <laughs> uh, I'd say I, I stick to our room in the defense tackle room. Uh, I like uh, Surratt Ware and uh, Deontay Johnson. You know, they uh, they came to play during camp. Okay. You know? um, if you, uh, you know, out of that group of guys, because we think of defensive line when we think kind of just big guy. I mean, you're a big guy, don't get me wrong. But you're also, you, you look like you could be a running back. I mean, that's what kind of great shape you're in. Uh, but, who, I mean, what are those meals like? What are the training tables like for you? I mean, what, what's the go-to meal for the guys? Uh, you know, they it's all... the offensive line guys that are big and sloppily, I know. But... You know, I, I always try to get some pasta, some yeah. car burners, and, uh, you know, got to have a protein. So, But, you know, uh, nothing too crazy. You okay. know, I'll get a salad every now and then. But, what? 
every now and then. <laughs> uh, kind of your goals and other team goals, but what are some of your goals for this year as we get ready to uh, kick off the season in a couple weeks? Uh, obviously, number one goal, conference championship. But uh, some goals of mine uh, would be all conference. You know, that's a big goal for me. And uh, mostly I'm focused on team goals right now. I can't yeah. even I think understand. about myself yeah. right now. Thank you for coming by. Good to talk to you, and uh, best of luck uh, this season. We look forward to uh, not only watching how things play out for you, but also how you and the other guys achieve those team goals. Great. Can't wait. All right. Thank you for coming by. Elijah Morris with us. Great to have him uh, with us uh, here on our uh, coverage of Media Day. We are uh, uh, getting uh, hopefully one more player or two to come by in the next few minutes here uh, as uh, we've uh, talked to Ryan Jones and now Elijah Morris. Uh, and uh, we're going to have uh, some more coming up uh, next week. In fact, uh, a series of interviews coming up with uh, Shane Calhoun and uh, Jaira Wilson uh, and others uh, next week, uh, some one-on-ones from the studio. So that'll be uh, a lot of fun here on 94.3 The Game. We are uh, awaiting our next Pirate player. He is uh, coming over, and uh, Dom is getting him set up with us uh, here. It's kind of a long walk for those guys. Uh, to come over, but uh, Dom is all over it uh, here today. Dom, I don't know if you need to take any other pieces of paper, but there you go. Uh, we got one of the big uglies. Even though he's a good-looking guy, uh, we've got Parker uh, Moore on uh, with us from the uh, offensive line. I've got that. Pr- that's that's how that's pronounced, right? Yeah, yep. obviously. Yep. It's an odd spelling for the name, but that's okay. How are you, sir? Good to see you. All good, man. So we've heard, you know, Coach used to talk about this group and shank and others talk about this group and it when they got here was just you know we struggled to find five guys there's more than five guys now oh yeah up front absolutely so how how would you say what's the what's the big difference in this offensive line coming into this season than than, you know in the past uh i say the camaraderie um first week i came here everybody showed me love you know uh we exchanged numbers and things like that we did extra work um outside of weightlifting uh, you seen the picture he put out in the summer. That's just that didn't come from nowhere. You know we work for that. We do the extra work after practices and things like that, OTAs, and um, you know it just the camaraderie. I think is what's the biggest thing. Holt Naylor seems pretty comfortable. Uh, I think he's you know in, excited about the season, but he just seems a little more relaxed and confident maybe than at any point coming in. I guess a lot of that has to do with maybe uh, you know fifth year kind of enjoying the ride too a little bit. What would you tell Pirate fans about Holt Naylor's that's different maybe from, from uh, in the past or how he's grown over the summer in your mind? Um, I think his leadership. You know, Holton's become more of a, a leader to the guys, you know. Everybody looks up to Holton. Everybody, you know, anybody has a question, you know, Holton, like, what do we need to do, things like that. So I feel like his leadership, you know, has just grown and risen. Uh, tackle for the Pirates. Uh, Parker Moore is with us uh, here on our media day coverage. Um you have two of the better running backs. I'm just going to say in the conference, I say in the country. Oh, absolutely. That you're, uh, you know, yeah, thunder, that yeah. you're springing blocks uh, uh, for, or hitting blocks for and springing them open. Um, obviously, you want to execute, and you do, on precision on every play. But it's just nice to know you can just give those guys a, a crease or just a, a little bit of daylight, and they can turn it into a six very easily. Um, yeah, and then uh, Shank, he, he harps on the physicality and things like that, and I feel like I needed to bring that here. Um, I wasn't as physical as I felt like I needed to be um, at West Virginia, so when I got here, he harped on, like, being more physical, you know how Shank is. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I feel like this camp, I've been able to learn a playbook and just 
able to play fast like yeah. that, you know, so I'm excited. When you left, uh, made the decision you were leaving WVU, what, what about East Carolina attracted uh, you to this place? Uh, just the, how Coach Houston changed the culture, you know. Like, I've heard a lot of things about the past of East Carolina and how, you know, he got he got a contract extension too. So, like, he's his, he's safe, his job is safe, and, you know, um, just family here. You knew you were coming to a good situation. In Absolutely. Like, I had I had an option to choose between here and UNC Charlotte, and Charlotte's my home, you know, so mm-hmm. that was kind of a tough one. But then when I looked at the, the differences in between the two programs, ECU just flat out is completely better at everything. Better fans, better culture, better like coaches, things like that, better environment. You mentioned Shank, and we've known Shank for years. He's been here seven or eight times, it seems like. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, he's – we're not going to tell anybody, but he's actually a really good guy. Absolutely. And it, and but he's a crusty old ball coach, isn't he? Yeah, he, he gets feisty <laughs> a couple times. And, uh, but I mean, he's a heck of a guy, though. I mean, he, he loves you guys. Yeah, he too. takes care of us. Yeah. He always takes care of us. If you yeah. need anything – He's always one of the first people I call and things like that. So, what are there Shank impressions in that room? I mean, what what is what's the Shank uh, you know kind of spoof on Coach Shank? What do you when you guys are having fun with Coach Shank? What's the go to joke or what have you? Uh, we kind of just mock his accent. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna do that here on the radio, are you? I can't get you to do that. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna do Shank like that, man. That's kind of what we do, though. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know you're looking forward to the season uh, ahead. Uh, look, NC State, uh, you've seen him. Uh, defensively, they, this is a tough opponent. Uh, a lot's been talked about their offense, but defensively, got a lot coming back, and they're healthy. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's going to be a day. It's going to be a grown man's game two weeks from today, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, and they have a bunch of studs on that team. Um, I played in the Shrine Bowl in North Carolina, yep. South Carolina mm-hmm. with some of those guys, so I'm pretty familiar with who they are and things like that. Um, not saying that I know who how they are now. I'm going to have to watch the film and, you know, really know what they can do on and off the field and things like that. So as far as, like, tendencies, that's what the film will be for. And, um, yeah, just they're a phenomenal team. Yeah. With respect to them. Parker, what are your goals? Uh, I know they're team goals, but what are some of your goals for the season? Uh, goals, you know, um, definitely have a higher run game, a uh, run block game than I had you know, at West Virginia. I feel like I wasn't as physical as a run blocker as I should have been. Um, I want to make all-conference. You know, that's a personal goal of mine I've been trying to make for the last two to three years. And um, just being a better offensive lineman. Yep. Great to see you. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming by. Nice to meet you, too. No problem. Appreciate Appreciate it. it. All right. Parker Moore uh, with us uh, here. Great to have him. Uh, The uh, West Virginia transfer tackle with the uh, Pirates and uh, one of the uh, guys here for the uh, media day uh, who is uh, here with us. Uh, We appreciate him uh, being a guest with us here. Uh, we'll see if we get any more players over. Uh, otherwise, we're probably going to get uh, close to wrapping things up here today. It's been, a, been an interesting day and uh, been a fun day. And I think we are going to get maybe one more uh, player over. I see Dom making his way down the corridor. And uh, Dom's going to bring one more guest for us here. So we'll stick here and uh, wait for uh, this here. We got Dom. Oh, yeah, Keaton Mitchell. Well, this is this is a this is a good get here, Dom. You got us a major league get with Keaton Mitchell. I mean, I don't want to give short shrift to Ryan Jones or Parker Moore on the offense, but we got Keaton Mitchell here now. How are you, young man? I'm good. Good to see you. Yes, sir. It's been a heck of a, a camp for you guys, hasn't it? Man, crazy. 
<laughs> you look good. Though. You, you look, look good. good. Now, yeah. Roger Harris, we played a cut earlier where he talks about, you know, I used to eat McDonald's when I got here. Oh, man. And now he says he eats better, but you look like you've always eaten pretty oh, pretty you, good, pretty no. healthy. No? So if you had to change you, your diet. If you go in my room, uh -oh. you don't want to know what's on the side of my bed. I, well, you're going to tell us, I hope. Honey buns. <laughs> gushers. Okay, what's a gusher? Like the um, fruit. It got like. Oh, yeah, really? It's like a, a gummy. Okay. And it got like, um, what you call Like a it? fruit filling. Yeah. 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 You know that's not real fruit. You know nah, that, don't you? Nah. So wait a minute. You're I don't not eat good. You... <laughs> I don't eat good. No. <laughs> nah. But you, you you burn all those calories off oh, yeah, pretty yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Well, let's uh, let's talk the season uh, ahead. It, it's always thunder and lightning, one A, uh, one and one A. Yes, sir. Uh, what about the relationship with you and Roger Harris? Oh man, that's my that's my brother. That's my best friend. It, it, you know, you he had such a big first year, and, and mm -hmm. you came on, and particularly in the last game of that uh, mm -hmm. crazy COVID year, uh, had uh, showed out, if you will. And then last year, you really emerged onto the uh, scene, and he was kind of cheering you along the whole time. Oh, yeah, it? of course. You know, I was cheering him on his freshman year, our freshman year. Uh, this year, he was cheering me on, but I mean, last year, he was cheering me on. So this year, we both going for a thousand. So well, that'd be something, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. We've heard a lot about the offensive line, oh, fully yes. healthy. Yes, sir. There's some depth on it now. There's yes, some talent on it now. Talk yes, about sir. those guys because it's Man. you know that's the group you gotta gotta make sure that you take uh, take care of your guys and oh, give yeah. them the oh, respect. Oh yeah, they're my they guys. They're my guys. Nah, we look good up front. Man, yeah. I'm, I'm some big boys. They hungry. <laughs> they they take pride in in our yardage. Like every game, we gotta get a hundred. Mm -hmm. 100 yards, both of y'all. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. They know you could do that in like two or three carries, don't they? Oh, yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so for you last year, or let's go back and talk about where you kind of emerged on the scene late in your first year. Mm -hmm. And that just seemed to carry over into this past season. Yes, sir. What clicked for you? Um, Just play ball. Mm -hmm. So was it just getting comfortable? Yes, sir. Yeah. Because Foster came in like, look. Just do your thing. I was like, all right. He taught me the defense, pre-reads, and that just helped me out a lot, knowing what's going on before the ball even snapped. So, yeah, doing, if I knew that, uh, that's what's going to happen. So, Keith, would you say that's the biggest adjustment from coming from high school to, to colleges? Yes, things like that, learning those tendencies, yes, knowing sir. how to read the defense. Yes, sir. So, you know, in high school, I just get out there and play. I used to audible the plays, you know. <laughs> Like, hey, coach, nah, 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 it's going to work. You know, but in college, you can't really. Yeah. Yeah, you got to know what's going on. Yeah. Right? Uh, Keaton Mitchell is with us uh, here. Uh, Holt Naylor's, we've talked a lot about him with uh, your oh, teammates. Yeah. He seems like he's, you know, obviously ready to get the start of the season going. He's oh, competitive yeah. as heck, but he also seems to be really confident and comfortable this year. Are you oh, sensing yes. some of that? Yes, sir. Throwing the ball, sitting up right in the pocket, rolling out. You know, we got some right receivers out there, too, this year. Yeah, you know, Winstead's a guy. Uh, there's some others. Who stood out from you out of that group, the receiving court? Uh, we got Isaiah. We got um, Jalen. Mm -hmm. Josiah. Mm -hmm. Kerry. And then in the, in the box, the tight end, we got Ryan Jones, Shane Calhoun. Well, you're just yeah. naming names of this fight. Who Man. stood out for you? Are they all All, of, all of them. All okay. of them. Yes, sir. All, right. all of them. Now, look, you and Rajay Harris get along well. We know this, oh, Keith yes, Mitchell. But, I mean, there's got to be a little bit of a friendly competition. Is there anything you guys 
say, look, I'm going for 100 this game. You better follow me. I mean, is there any of that that might go on? And again, it's all born out of the love and respect you guys have for each other. But I mean, do you guys juice each other up uh, as you try to get the competitive juices flowing? Is there any of that that goes on? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, say say he going off. He like, hey, let's go. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, get in. Let's do it. Like, <laughs> you lacking right now. Right. Like, all right I gotta... So you guys push each other. Oh, yes, sir. All the time. Every time. On and off the field. Yeah. Yes, sir. Now, do you guys hang out with each other off the oh, field? Oh, yes, sir. Do you yes, really? Sir. All the time. Play what's the your games? favorite thing to do other than eat Gushers? Which, and he and he's, Play 2K. He's not eating Gushers anymore. Oh, what's no, your no, 2K no. game? What 2K? Is, yeah, what is that? Basketball. I, NBA. Oh, ba- okay. Yeah. Who are you in 2K? Which team are you? You uh, put together Hornets. a super. You're the Hornets. Hornets. You guys signed for you. Mello. Really? Oh, Bridges. Okay. I yeah. like throwing the oops. Is that right? Mello with the flashy pass. I see. Did you play ball in high school? Uh, no. You didn't play basketball? No. Nah, Wait a I minute. Why I not? I can't shoot. You can't shoot? And I'm 5'8", I'm 5'9". Five, five, I'm 5'7", five, 5'8", five, and I was a power forward in a point guard, a no. fat point guard's body. So no. you can't tell me that if you're Can not you that shoot, tall. shoot, though? Oh, yeah, I could shoot. I was deadly nah, from the wing. I don't believe wing. it. I got to see it. Wing three? What do you mean? I, I wing three. It. We'll figure it out sometime. But wing <laughs> three, I'd fill it up. We'll okay. catch it, shoot. Deadly. Okay. Deadly. Okay. You, you know. sound confident, so I give it to you. Oh, it. no, I'm confident. Okay. Doesn't mean I'm any good, but I am confident. Uh-huh. I am confident. <laughs> uh, Keaton Mitchell's with us here. This is a lot of fun. Do you even a couple more minutes here with oh, us? Oh, yeah, it's okay. fine. I ain't got nothing to do. I like that. Yeah. I like that. All right, so let's let's talk a little bit about NC State. Mm-hmm. It's next game, first game of the season. Mm-hmm. Ranked. 50th ranked. Well, everybody keeps – you guys, are you're well aware of that, aren't you? Yes, some good, good, good guys over there. Yeah, you know anybody on the team? No. Nah. Okay. I'm just saying they're good. Oh, you mean talented? Okay. Talented. I didn't know if you were friendly with uh, the. Yeah, I understand. Good little competition. No, that's fine. Fifty thousand in this uh, stadium is what it's looking like. I'm that trying day. to break. I hope we break the record. I hope folks get mad because they too close <laughs> to each other. I hope it's that deep. <laughs> so tell me what you. Th- what, I mean, look, walking into the stadium. Is, is thrilling no matter how you but I mean to walk in here you've got that opponent in here I mean mm-hmm. can you kind of imagine what it's going to be like in a couple weeks I can't imagine I mean trying to imagine it but like <laughs> oh my god yeah looking at it right now yeah it's coming along it's coming along what was the uh, what's the game that you had so in, in your pirate career where you just felt like you could do no wrong in other words everything was clicking for you that day too long yeah what about it I would just I was just hot. I was, <laughs> I, was, I was just hot. Yeah. Yeah. Were they talking to you that day, or do they realize, look, we're having a hard time with this guy. We better not say anything. Mm-hmm. What you talking about, on the field? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 nobody talked to me. Okay. I just be laughing. Like, when I get tackled, <laughs> I start laughing. Like, okay, you got me right here. Ah. So, in other words, when they did stop you, you, you got a kick yeah. out of it because it was the only time they'd stop. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> I remember, I remember. I like having fun when I'm out there. You know, if you too serious, like yeah, boring. Do you boring? Okay. Yeah. Do you are you a talker out there? No. Okay. I just laugh like. Uh huh. Like if I'm looking at the linebackers, I'm gonna smile at you. Like. Is that right? So that's a form like, of just, kind of a mental game. Yeah. Like, I I understand. Look at. Yeah. Now, who does Harris play in 2K? Who's Rajay play in 2K? Who's his? Who we play with? We haven't played in a minute because we've been in fall camp. Yeah. Dang. You're the Hornets. Probably the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers? Some some team or the, I don't know. He thinks he's Dame Lillard. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, he probably like Dame. Yeah. 
Dame's a player not now. Good though. Though. Dame Lillard's not. No, Ra. Uh, Roger. Oh, Rajay. Rajay. At two K, he's not good. No. Icy. Yeah. Beat him all the time. So he's icy, and your nickname remind me of that again is. See now I got number two. Uh huh. So, deuce. 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 All right, so you're number two. What's twenty five? Right. I was twenty five. Yes, sir. Okay. When? Why did you change it to two? That's my favorite number. I had number two my whole life. Oh. Yeah, I had to get. So was twenty five just issued? Man, yes, sir. Okay. I hate it. Well, because you could have gone twenty two, but I guess that nah, was already Sneed. Yeah, Sneed, you know yeah. Tyler Sneed had twenty two. Thirty yeah. two? No. Okay. Two. So two is what? It, well, I'm just saying when you got here, because twenty five <laughs> seems like an odd. See, we got a piece of paper that said you got three numbers. Oh, really? Right now, three numbers you want. You know what I put for all three? Two. Yeah. Two. Two. Yes, sir. Not 22. Not 22. Not 42. Not 42. Not even 44. My pops, my pops was 42, though, so. Yeah. He played in the league, played free safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was 42? Yeah. Seems like a high number for a yeah, safety. I don't know why he picked 42. Was he a little slow? Is that why? Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, okay. Nah, I get my speed for him. Now, your mom also was. Uh, yes, yeah, played heavily, football. Yeah, t- she played football. Yeah. Tell me about that. I knew she was heavily involved like, in athletics. I didn't realize she played football. Like helmet, shoulder pads. Really? What I'm, what I'm doing out there, but with female. Really? Yeah. She played linebacker. She had to stop, though. She broke her leg. Oh. Yeah, she played for the uh, USA national team. Really? Yeah, she was pretty good. So they when when they have some constructive criticism for you, mm-hmm. it's obviously pretty legit because they were both legit players, right? Yeah. So you're just not blowing off what they're telling you, right? No, no. Give me your goals for the uh, season team and for you individually as we let you go here. Team, get to the conference championship for myself. Better than what I did this past season. So, yep. rush for 15 to 2,000 yards. 1,000 yards at least for you and at Roger least. Harris. A no, piece. No, 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 no. 15. 15? 1,500. A piece. Yes, sir. For you and Roger. Yes, sir. If you do that, I think you'll probably be in the conference championship. Man. Yeah. All right. Thank you for coming by. No problem. Very nice to see you. Nice to see you, too. All right. Good luck this season. We'll look forward to talking to you. Thanks. All right. Keaton Mitchell with us here. So uh, great to have him on. Boy, what a a fun interview that was with Keaton here live. All right. I tell you what. Let's uh, grab a break. We're going to come back, kind of wrap up our coverage for the day, and give our flowers out to the guys on our crew. Stay with us. Fun day here in uh, Greenville today. Fun day uh, from Town Bank Tower. It is uh, Pirate uh, Media Day, and uh, the season kicks off two weeks from today. In fact, uh, we'll be late third quarter, maybe fourth quarter, eh, probably late third quarter this time in two weeks, and uh, it'll be NC State, NECU here in the house. Uh, Great job today by our crew. A lot of hard work went into getting all this ready, and uh, they did a stellar job. Uh, Also, thanks to Coach Houston for being by, Malcolm Gray and his staff. Also, Malcolm coming on the show. Thanks to Keaton Mitchell. That was a lot of fun uh, to have him on. Also, Parker Moore, Elijah Morris. Great to talk to him. Ryan Jones with us. Uh, Coach uh, Ellis 
uh, taking a few minutes with us as uh, well. This was a great time today with uh, all of those folks uh, involved. Uh, we've got uh, more coverage next week. Uh, we'll have uh, Shane Calhoun, Jira Wilson, and others will be on uh, with us next week uh, on the Patrick Johnson Show. And if you uh, didn't hear all this today or just tuned in and heard parts of it, we're going to uh, replay a good majority of this uh, coming up on uh, Monday and, and throughout the week next week here on the Patrick Johnson Show. should be a lot of fun. Uh, also, uh, thanks to uh, our staff here today, Philip the Ref Pilkington, uh, our guy uh, Chris Cook, uh, Cookie, doing a fabulous job. Intern Dom in the Hizzle today, great job with uh, by Dom. And uh, Clark Willis for helping us out in the studio. Uh, we uh, really appreciate uh, that very much. All right. Well, that'll do it. And uh, we'll be uh, back uh, in the mornings on uh, 103.7 and 96.3 with uh, coverage on Talk of the Town and also coverage uh, on 94.3 The Game Monday afternoon and throughout the week next week at 5 o'clock with the Patrick Johnson Show. we got social media interviews and pictures and uh, all kinds of information going up. So that is... Uh, able to be checked out on our 94.3 The Game Instagram page, also Facebook, and uh, at 94.3 The Game on Twitter. Speaking for our entire crew, I'm Patrick Johnson. Thanks for being with us here. A fun media day, as it always is. Seems to just kind of blaze by quickly and uh, cover a lot of ground in the time here. We'll break uh, for now, and we'll greet you again on uh, Monday for the Patrick Johnson Show and more. Thanks for tuning in today for ECU Media Day here on the flagship of the Pirates, 94.3 The Game.